everybody, welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Movie Podcast. My name is Matt Gallo, and I'm joined, as always, by the still-standing Justin Dubin. Is that a reference to something? I'm still standing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great, One of the greatest music videos, I think, of all time. Yeah, uh, I'm glad they did that in this, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. what, What are we talking about? What? I said, what are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about Rocket Man. Rocket Man. It's you. You're the Rocket Man. You. You're the Rocket Man. <laughs> I, think, I think we both just delivered that line better than he did in the movie. Absolutely. He's like, you ever see... I forgot. He's like, Elton John. Rocket I think he says, like, are, you, are you an Elton fan or something like that? It's... it's uh. It's it's one it's an all time line. It's just an all time line. That movie in general is an all time movie. You go Absolutely. home and fuck the, fuck the prom queen. Michael Bay at his best. I mean, I think it is. It's that, and then it's like Armageddon. I agree. I concur. And then, I mean, honestly, I would say none of the Transformers what movies. About Bad Boys. Those, Can't forget Bad Boys. Bad Boys two, and then Pain and Gain, and then Bad Boys one. Pain and Gain was really fun. It was interesting. It was an interesting movie. Kind of, it got really dark. <laughs> um, okay, well, yes, Justin, um, we are here to talk about Rocket Man, not the 1997 Disney film starring Harlan Williams, which is oh, <laughs> a wonderful which, movie. I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw it four or five times because of you. Uh, I, I own that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I haven't seen it in a couple of years. I I feel like people just don't know that movie which the is... lasting image of that movie justin is him farting while connected right to that turned into a meme there was a meme in that really they made that into a meme yeah but uh <laughs> i'm looking at the imdb for it right now no. and it has gone up in popularity talk uh, 579% <laughs> because of this Elton John absolutely biopic. which is amazing i believe his his rival slash Pay, uh, partner astronaut in that movie is the president in the MCU. Um, is it? Oh, is it? William Sadler? Yes, I believe that he's the president in Iron Man three, isn't he? I can't remember, but it Iron is Iron Man three. William Sadler, but Harlan yeah. Williams. What happened to him? He was a national treasure for a while. I enjoy him. He's a, he's a very good. Physical um, comedian. Listen, listen. We say we, we do a lot of hyperbole on this show. That was a big. That was his hyperbole. Harlan Williams <laughs> is not a fucking national treasure. I have to call you out on your bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy Harlan Williams. In what? Rocket Man. And that's it. I think he's in like another movie somewhere. I feel like he was in like the Stupids or something. He had a really good run for in like good... the mid nineties. Oh, he was in Half Baked. Right. He was arrested in Half Baked. Yes. I uh, For some reason, I forget why I thought of this line, but I think I was outside doing gardening or something and I saw a bee and I thought of, uh, I'm I'm Cuban bee. Yes, Cuban bee. Yes. <laughs> from, from Half Bait. It's a great line. Uh, it's the stupidest line. Anyway, Justin, we're here not to talk about that Rocket Man. We're here to talk about the 2019 Elton John biopic Rocket Man, right? Indeed. Because I didn't see it. I saw the Harlan Williams one. I thought we were talking about that. <laughs> I just think a lot of people right now trying to torrent Rocket Man, and they're just like watching Harlan well, Williams right now. You're saying, you're saying right now, every, 
awareness of that film is skyrocketing. Absolutely. Because no everyone's the torrent is just through the roof, I'm sure. Oh right my now. God. Somebody's machine somewhere, some surfer is going through the roof because of all the torrenting happening. And no, the, the best part is it's like this there's a diehard nineteen ninety-seven Rocket Man fan, may or may not be me, who's been like, I've been waiting for this movie to finally get its true appreciation. <laughs> I mean, I wonder how easy it is to even watch that movie. Uh, I own it on VHS, so damn. I, I mean, it, now, I'm now, sure it's not even on sale for. Well, here's a question: It is a Disney movie, yes. and every Will Disney it be movie in the vault. Plus, <laughs> it be on the vault. Oh man, I mean, I hope it's so. Nice for admission, right there. Yeah. Will heavyweights be on there? Uh, is that Disney? I believe so. Wow. I mean, listen. I'm like 99% sure Disney did. Disney did a string of those kind of kid comedies for a while, and then they got away from it. Yeah, I know. It's all, I mean, Disney Channel. And you know what? Maybe they might get back into it now with Disney Plus. Right, because Nickelodeon's been doing that with all the, are you, they're doing Are You Afraid of the Dark, yeah, so, so all maybe. that. So maybe it's back. Um, all right. So what did it say, Justin? We get into our actual review. Let's finally review Rocket Man 2019 story of Elton John. Feeling empty. I could hear the whole tune in my head. It was all there, I could see all the notes, and I just had to get it out. It's a little bit funny. This feeling inside. What did you say your name was again? My name is Reggie! Reginald Dwight. Reginald? That's my granddad's name. So that is a fat boy from nowhere. Get to be a soul man. Gotta kill the person you were born to be in order to become the person you wanna be. I'm thinking of changing my name to Elton. But that's my name. Yeah, I know. You could be the best selling artist in America if you desire. I was trying to do something bold. Why are you still something flashy? Can you even play the piano in those? Let him know who you are. And just don't kill yourself with drugs. And what you just heard was a clip from the trailer for Rocket Man starring... I went away from it. <laughs> Starring Taron Egerton, Richard Madden, Bryce Dallas Howard, Jamie Bell, Charlie Rowe, Stephen Graham, Tate Donovan, uh, Gemma Jones, and many others. And it's directed by Dexter Fletcher of Justin what movie? Fletcher? Well, he no, Dexter Fletcher. He did Bohemian Rhapsody after uh, Brian Singer fucking walked off set. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Which... Uh, Little preview here. I think we're going to be talking about Bohemian Rhapsody a lot during this review. Yeah, I think it's impossible not to do that. Justin, tell us what Rocket Man's about. It is a musical fantasy about the fantastical. They use fantasy two times in one sentence. A musical fantasy about the fantastical human story of Elton John's breakthrough years. Hijinks definitely ensue. That was definitely written by like someone from, I don't know. A th- like a, a third world country or something that doesn't have a grasp of English because they say, what is it? A fantastical human story? Yes. Human. He's human, everyone. He is human. That's the whole point of the story, how human he is. Oh, but he's the rocket man. He is. Uh, Justin, I am curious. What? Okay, so first off, thoughts on Elton John briefly. 
I'm an Elton John fan. I enjoy Elton John. I always, you know, Candle in the Wind gets me every time. I've been listening to before this movie came out. I was randomly listening to like a lot of Elton John once in a while. You know, you can't stop. He's great. I I think I'm more of a Billy Joel guy. If you're comparing, yeah, more of a Tom Petty guy. But I'm a fan. One of my biggest regrets is not seeing him perform, especially when he was in Vegas for all those years. Uh, I would say I'm more of a uh, Liberace fan. But not. <laughs> the ladies loved him. Um, <laughs> um, I, I also am a fan of Elton John. I don't listen to his music religiously, but when it comes out, I'm like, oh shit, this is a great song. I really haven't listened to this song in a long time. Benny and the Jets. I'm still standing. Uh, Rocket Man. You know, they're really catchy tunes. I don't know his back catalog. There are definitely some songs in this movie that they started singing and I was like, is this... Did they write this for the movie or is this an Elton John song? <laughs> so I, I didn't know if we were going full ABBA or ABBA like they did in Mamma Mia where every song was an ABBA song. Of course they so, did. Well, so in this, did they go every song was an Elton song or yes, did they write yeah. some? No, no. This was all from his – None of them were original? I don't believe so, no. Okay. So, uh, you know, interesting. Um, so, Justin, overall then, we both are Elton fans. What did you think of Rocket Man? So this is very – 2019. 2019. <laughs> this is – very bizarre to me uh, because you, I feel like even though they're two separate movies, you are correct. You can't help but compare it to a very similar biopic, which came out Bohemian Rhapsody. This, and it's so interesting because this got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of the critics loved it compared to Bohemian Rhapsody got mm. 61%. Critics destroyed it. And the overarching consensus from People I talk to who watched it that are non-critics all agree this was much worse than Bohemian Rhapsody. Whoa. Everyone loved Bohemian Rhapsody, didn't like this, and I unfortunately have to agree with them. Wow. It, it, and, and this is what baffles me, and we'll get into it. What's surprising to me is I think the actoring is fantastic. I think he's great. I think the directing is obviously much better. I think the editing is much better. I think the production – is pretty much better. I just overall, for some reason, one plus one plus two plus one plus, sorry, two plus two does not equal five. It equals like three in this movie for some reason. Where as in somehow for Bohemian Rhapsody, two plus two equals just four. Or, okay. or, or two plus one equals three. And it's kind just of bizarre. Justin, I hate to tell you, but Bohemian Rhapsody is not a good movie. You are wrong. This movie is better than Bohemian Rhapsody. It should not have been nominated for Best Picture Bohemian Rhapsody because it was a trash film that, with good music that made Queen seem boring. Um, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. I hate you. you. I, hate you. <laughs> I don't understand it, but I'm telling you. I just enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody and you better. Know what? And you know what? The general audiences, especially Don't agree Beaver, with me. Baby Boomers loved Bohemian Rhapsody. You know why? Because there was no sex. <laughs> no, I don't think it has to do with that. Because, you know, Justin, I think that I'll this tell is, you why. I'm going to tell you explain why. Explain to me why life. I just found that I'm more about like, more of the day. Because in Bohemian Rhapsody, Bohemian Rhapsody is such a by the numbers biopic that it basically is Dewey Cox story, the Walt Carr, the Dewey Cox story. Absolutely. In, in Bohemian Rhapsody, 
basically every single song that you know from Queen and Love, they show you how they came up with it in the cheesiest way, where they're just like doing a riff. He's like, hey, that's pretty good. And they start riffing. And guess what? They wrote, you know, another one bites the dust. Okay. It's the most formulaic, like SNL type fucking parody of what it was like to write, you know, uh, We Are the Champions. In this movie, it, it doesn't lay it out for you. It's it's very different. It's like La La Land crossed with Bohemian Rhapsody. I knew that going in. I did too. So I did too. I was too. expecting that. And But they don't ever, ever really lay out for you how he wrote his music or how you know his, him and his partner made the song well, music happen. He kind of comes up with some of them on the fly. Like I think Rocketman was the main one that he kind of came up with on the fly. But I, I think that was it maybe. But anyway, um, and – but it just it's instead it's weaved in seamlessly into the film as a part of the na- narrative versus Bohemian Rhapsody where it's like we need a song that they can clap to listen i <laughs> i this is the this is the the insane thing i feel like i'm insane because i know in my brain <laughs> my brain is saying exactly what you're saying my brain is saying this is overall no question a better movie but my heart just doesn't agree. I did not overall for one reason or another, just didn't enjoy it as much. And I'm try- I've been trying to figure out why. And I think I can, I can tell you another, re- oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I-, I think for me is maybe I just enjoy the songs of queen more. Right. I think, I think that's, I think that's, I think, that's a, I think you're right. I think is, you're right. And there's that component that is that, that last scene, despite whatever you want to say about the editing and everything, that last, the live performance was an incredible overall performance by the actors. Uh, yes, I think it was. It definitely was. It, it, was, was, so an, it was a great achievement. But this movie, I think, is more creative in general in everything that it does. But it doesn't have a get out of your seat, stand up, this is awesome musical number. While Bohemian Rhapsody has a bunch of those. Like, this movie doesn't have them performing in front of a stadium. There's little bits here and there of that when he does Rocket Man, but then he turns into a spaceship and flies away. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's very abstract. It's, it's very it's out trippy. there. Yeah. A little bit I, trippy. And so, you know, people break out to song and dance in this, like in La La Land for Saturday night. Is, I thought know, that was the best scene. I loved Saturday yes, night. But, but at the same time, I was like, this is interesting it's it felt very digital looking unfortunately right. like they shot it all on a soundstage which i'm sure they didn't but it just felt like that like they put a little too many filters on it but uh, i could see that kind of throwing people being like wait what am i am i watching a musical because i don't think people expected that no i think that what happened here was bohemian rhapsody set an expectation for what you were going to watch in a mm-hmm. biopic about a rock about- rocker who's also gay <laughs> And much. goes through and goes through a rough patch with drugs and alcohol, right. and comes through better on the other end. Well, one this the time he, he comes out much better <laughs> than the other guy. Yes. Um. So maybe that's why. But I agree. Listen, I don't think that a main audience was expecting to this to be as much as across the universe, the Beatles movie. Uh. Then more of that than than an actual straightforward story. And I think that, you know, Taron Edgerton was wonderful. I thought he was very good. And the one thing that you can never knock him that, you you know, he sang and he sounded good. I thought he did a really good job. 
You could tell it wasn't Elton. It was Taryn doing the singing, but I give him credit for that. I, I liked it. I, it felt more authentic instead of, unfortunately, what Rami Malek was fantastic in Bohemian Rhapsody, but it was all lip synced because that also, though, it's Freddie Mercury. He has the mo- one of the most distinctive voices ever. So I get that. This, it's Elton. You can kind of get away with it, I guess. People want the piano. They want the tune. They want the beat. If someone else is singing it, it's not the end of the world. He sounded close enough, um, and we appreciated that. My general thoughts on the movie, if I didn't make it clear already, though, were this movie was good. I liked it enough. I didn't love it. I didn't think this movie was fantastic. I, you know, It's not going to be on my top ten list of the year, but I appreciated the creativity that the director brought Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. It was beautiful at times, but it also felt very uneven. Every time he went – like his parents, I guess they must have been – we're going to go into spoilers, by the way, for this just from the get-go. Yeah. So spoilers for Rocketman coming in. But the, the, his parents kind of weaving in and out of his life. I guess if that's how it happened in real life, great. But I felt like we were just kind of going back and forth. I never got a sense of where we were in time with him, how famous he was at specific points in the film. Um, and it, I feel like – the felt like the film was jumpy even jumpier than bohemian was regarding the rise to fame which i get that in a movie you can't spend too much time on how he got famous because people just want to see him famous they want to see the hits but i felt that this movie suffered a little bit from that that it was a little uneven um taron was great i thought he was really good um he didn't do anything spectacular but i thought he was really good and um what else? Uh, it was so similar to Bohemian Rhapsody, though. But at the same time, I, it did the thing that I wanted Bohemian to do, and it didn't. Bohemian was just like, hey, look, he was live at the beginning, like a teaser for like 38 seconds. And then it was like straight up biopic chronological order. This at least was giving us the point of view from the rehab center. We know where it's going. We are seeing him deal with all of this stuff throughout some at first it's hours days and then weeks because we see him changing clothes etc cetera, etc cetera. i kind of liked that aspect of it it kind of disappeared in the back half of the film but overall i thought it was at least something different from the normal biopic we get yeah i, I agree and i and i think it's commendable and everything you're saying is correct it's not <laughs> wrong but there's nothing I can do when I'm with the people. I stand with the people. And oh, I really man. believe that most most of the non-critics, you know, really didn't enjoy this that much as, as Bohemian Rhapsody. It's and the you know complete right. opposite you know of right. Bohemian Rhapsody. And it's the complete opposite well, from yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. I, I could feel it in the theater. I, I saw it during the day and it was a lot of old people in the theater probably waiting to go see the Elton John movie, you know? And – I, I feel like it just – this is the kind of movie that pulls away a little bit from the audience if they're not in on what it's trying to do. Okay, and I will – I think another component that is just inherently, you know, has to do with the artists, right? That Rocketman and El- Elton John, you know, they did a good job of having him move around because he is a typically on the piano and they did – he wasn't strictly on the piano when they were singing. He was – there was different versions of him singing, other people singing – um, which I think some people were probably turned off by cause they're like, I want to see Elton John sing. I don't need to see these other family members sing. Mm. Uh, I want love. It's like, this is bullshit. I came to hear him sing. I think there's an aspect of it to consider. Um, but I think when you think of their, the, the Elton John music for the most part, isn't that 
get up and fucking lose right. your mind. Whereas, right. you know, in a theater, when you're watching in a theater and you have the uh, queen, that's, you know, that's music where you're like jacked up, you're ready to go. It's just a different music. And I think that it inherently helps that movie and inherently, can, you know, it doesn't necessarily as a detriment, well, but when you're comparing the two, there's less energy, I feel. And let's not forget, yeah, just inherently the music is different than Queen's, of course. Queen is actual rock and roll. Elton John, they kept calling him rock and roll. He's a fucking piano player. Um, no, that's and, rock and roll, that, baby. That's rock and it's roll. Veering, it's veering on show tunes. That's so rock and roll, man. It veers on show tunes. No. Okay? It's more suited to Lion King than it is to the Troubadour. Oh, they didn't – they should have They should have done a Lion no, King. No, 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 no. Listen, um, that's, that does not fit in with this movie whatsoever. Why? Like, they're like, oh, he gotta, he's no longer doing Listen, cocaine I and think alcohol. regarding – Regard, oh no, he was completely high when he did Lion King. He said, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, man, that'd be cool. He said, So, I, I think one of the main things that audiences, general audiences, the idiots, the plebeians, uh, take wow. away from, wow. from, from a movie is the last thing they see. This movie ends with, I'm still standing, it's great. Although, when he's singing it in the rehab center, like slowly, I was like, is this a parody? Like, it seems so silly and too on the nose. Then it got faster. They cut him into the music video, which I love that music video. It's great. I, but then the movie's ending there. And I'm like, oh, the movie's over. Okay, gotcha. How does Bohemian Rhapsody end, Justin, with a triumphant 20 minute long recreation of the Live Aid concert ending with We Are the Champions? Which is one of the most I- iconic. Yeah. Concert so scenes, like walk, actual just, concerts of all time. Just think of how you walk out of the theater after those two things. Yeah, I'm still saying it's great, but you're kind of like, oh, I feel like the story was only half told. Then you get some real shots of, right, you know, we want Lion King. Elton. Right, sure. Um, <laughs> but Bohemian, you walk out of the theater and guess what's playing? It's like Don't Stop Me Now is playing real video of Freddie Mercury. It's a different feeling. It's a different type of music. Did they do Benny and the Jets? They did but I, it was like a brief one wasn't it like or all did the they songs do crocodile were, rock i know they did benny the jets but did they very do crocodile recently. rock i don't know what that is yes they did crocodile rock they did la um, la 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 oh yeah yeah that was a great scene la, 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 la. that was, that when, was he when he floated. first performs yeah that was a great float yeah i like that but um i feel like a lot of those were few and far between and okay, so let's talk about the. Oh, so am I turning? Am I changing your mind a bit? It sounds. No, I wouldn't say you're turning my opinion on the film because my opinion of the film is not as high. If I had to give this film like a, a grade of some sort, okay, or a percentage on Rotten Tomatoes of my own, I would say it's like a seventy-two percent. I'd give it like a sixty-five. Okay, so like I think we're both there. Sixty nine, just to you know. <laughs> okay, yeah, probably slide. lower. Sixty. Let, let, let's get into that then. Um, Richard Madden is his lover, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, but this movie definitely did not shy away from who Elton was sexually. Um, but regarding Richard Madden's character, the evil music producer who's in every fucking movie ever about music, they really um, hate the corporate man, huh? Apparently. Um, Who's more evil, this guy or the one from uh, Stars uh, Born? Hundred percent of Stars Born. <laughs> one thousand percent of Stars Born. They're always British or, what or the from fuck? the UK. Think about yeah. that. All oh, these cause... English pricks coming over, killing good talent. Well, he's Scottish. Richard Madden's Scottish, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so this movie, I feel like more so than Bohemian, 
dwelled on the down downer parts of his life, right? Oh, absolutely. 100%. I mean, and, and, and it could be that he really went spiraled for most of his early career versus Bohemian, which focused a lot on the music and then had like, you know, the requisite, oh, look, he's going out of control and he's he got midgets at a party and everyone's like, hey, it's Freddy, why don't you slow down? Right. So that was a PG-13 movie, I believe. And this right. was a rated yes. R movie. So yes. I think they were given a little bit more liberty to do that. And I think there was a huge discussion whether to turn this in movie into a PG-13 movie because of the success of Bohemian Rhapsody as a PG-13 Yeah. Movie. Well, Bohemian Rhapsody made, I mean, like $800 million or something crazy. And that's another thing. So this movie, you could argue, is a prestige-type film. It's, it's, it's going to play maybe for the Oscars. Why release it in the middle of summer, this type of film, an R-rated biopic? Isn't this November-December territory? I agree with you. I, I don't know what, what what you are. You are a producer. Why don't you tell me? I, I'm not. A, I listen. I'm a producer. I'm not a. I don't do distribution or you know marketing. That's they, they. Each studio has a person dedicated to know when this thing should land on the calendar, and I don't know if it should have landed in the heart of summer. I I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think that this is a movie. Why are you Why are you competing with Men in Black? You know. <laughs> Why are you competing with Aladdin? I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's an adult film for adults. Maybe they were like, there's nothing really out for adults right now. Let's just throw it in well, there. Well, that, and again, that, you know, it's about counter programming. It's a lot of that as well. But again, I feel like this would have done better in the colder months, in the months where people expect this type, this type of movie. And I, you know, I have to say, uh, I think. Bohemian Rhapsody hurt the overall image of this movie in people, in audiences' minds. Yes. Because they wanted that, but in Elton John form. That's exactly what was going on. But it's not fair to compare them. It is very fair. It is 100% fair to compare them. It's not fair. It's not fair. Uh, It's extremely fair because it's almost (laughs) the same director, almost. But um, pretty much the same director. No, because this is Dexter Fletcher actually saying, This one is my movie. I'm not just fucking trying to keep it together because Brian Singer's walking off set all the time. Um, Is he alive, Brian Singer? Is he going to jail? Like, what's going on? I don't know. Everyone's waiting. He's escaped, like, fucking prosecution forever. Uh, Don't don't get me started on that shit. But um, hey, hell of a good X Men film director, though, except Apocalypse. Uh, So. the what well, I don't know. Oh yeah, so Dexter Fletcher got to make his his vision for a movie, and so we can compare them. Yes, but at the same time, they are not trying to do the same thing. They are not, but they are inherently must. You could argue they inherently Rhapsody, must be compared to each yes, other. But you could argue Bohemian Rhapsody isn't trying to do any fucking thing at all. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with everything you're saying, and yet I will still say I can. I gave you my explanation the best I could. That overall, Bohemian Rhapsody is a more enjoyable movie. It's not better. It's more enjoyable. Because I think that everything in terms of quality is in this movie. Except for maybe, what's his name? I mean, Malik is very good. You can't deny that. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't sing. So... I mean, both had great performances almost all around. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's. I, I mean, mean, I always I, think of Tyron Edgerton from uh, whatever. Kingsman. Kingsman. And he's jacked out of his mind. And this he's like 
just like a pudgy balding a little pudgy 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 bald guy it's pretty good transformation for him i'm sure he was like thank god man let me eat some ice cream for once i mean this was a good rebound for him from robin hood oh yeah he needed that because robin hood's kind of like one of those that will that can end your career (laughs) all right unless your name's like jamie fox because you know jamie fox is untouchable has he been doing shit since ray uh, baby driver, baby driver. He was fantastic. He was very good in baby driver. Terrifying in baby driver. Everybody was great in baby driver. Let's be honest. John Hamm finally got a good movie role. Can the sequel be called man driver? Uh, I think the sequel is called baby drove. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's still driving. Uh, Justin, uh, I think it's time. Yeah. So wait, I just need to know, see it. Don't see it. Rent it. Rent it. I, agree with you i think overall it's a solid rental it's a, it's a very interesting story to a very interesting iconic uh musician uh that we all grew up listening to so i say rent it as well any other comments matthew no no uh why don't you tell us what we're going to see next week probably mib mib international mib international um, pib people in black <laughs> Well, yes, that's correct. It should be those who identify as the people in black. The theater I was at today in Manhattan, um, what's it called? Had uh, ha- has the premiere tonight, I believe, for Men in Black International. They yes, I've been red, watching. Red I've been watching on the Twitter. Oh, has it? They had the Lexus there from the movie and all that good stuff. Is it the Ziegfeld? No, uh, AMC Lincoln Center. Why would they do that theater? That's a big one. It's not that, and and, and it has yeah, the only. Yeah, it's very big. It's huge. Uh, it has the it has the IMAX theater screen in uh in Manhattan. But it's not glitzy though. I guess MIB is not a glitzy movie, you know. I mean, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's popcorn, popcorn flick. Yeah. Give me Tommy Lee Jones all day fighting aliens. Well, you'll see Tommy Lee Jones in space for Ad yeah. Astra. Yeah, well, it's uh. I don't know what I don't know what to expect from that movie. Uh, we got like moon Looks buggy awesome. chases. We got moon buggy chases, but I have a feeling Justin, this movie's not going to be an action film. It's going to be very introspective. By the way, if I have to choose between watching Rocket Man 2019 versus Rocket Man 1997, <laughs> I know the answer. You're ass at watching the 1997 <laughs> version. And for those of you who have never seen it, find a way to see it because it is absolutely delightful. You're putting your reputation on. Absolutely. No question about it. It is <laughs> an all-time movie. Pure oh, 90s, pure 90s, like, kids movie. Pure. Perfect. Yeah, it feels like it was pumped out by the same studio that did Heavyweights. It was. But Heavyweights Disney. is a much higher Disney. quality film. I will agree with that. Rocket Man 1997 does not have Ben Stiller walking on glass. <laughs> I'm too strong when you're too weak. Garnel Gerald, age 11, 141 pounds. I would say I'd probably watch that movie more than any other movie. More. I would agree with that. Liposuction, option or obsession? <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note. Yeah. 
Oh, watch, watch heavyweights. If anything, just watch heavyweights. It's when in doubt. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode uh, where we reviewed the Rocket Man 2019 version, but also a little bit of the 1997 version. <laughs> uh, as always, questions, comments, concerns, please feel to feel free to email us at two guys one movie dot podcast at gmail.com check out the site comment all you like you can listen to us on the website you can listen to us on itunes you can listen to us on any podcasting app including my favorite way to listen to us which is spotify we are on spotify so give us a listen there any place you listen to us, download, subscribe, give us a review. Five stars. Five stars. That's right. Five stars for Matt and Justin. Thanks for listening. Until next time, have a good day.